You're listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, your new home for inspiration, family, sports conversations, and a lot of other stuff. We're your all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life and your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life, wherever you are today and however you're listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. We thank you again for making us a part of your morning, your day, and your week. We're your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and of course, the Twitter. Download and subscribe to our show wherever you enjoy your podcast. If you are a traditional podcast listener, you can subscribe to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Of course, of course, all you got is our, into our videos. You can find us on our YouTube channel by the same name. They call me Mr. You. Thank you again for your support and for all of the lively comments, thought-provoking questions, and the responses to all we've been doing on this platform. You're a big part of our success, and we thank you for it. We're growing and reaching around the world because of your influence on our show that we have influence in these places. So we are appreciative of you guys and all that you are doing to support me and us. Thank you again so much for that. Uh, you know, we're in a time right now, I guess we're still considered in storm season. It's pretty funny, even though it's not funny what happens to people's homes and their livelihoods around the country that we see Constantly, but especially during storm season, uh, I've lived in everywhere I've ever lived, whether it be in New York or in Florida, in South Carolina, everywhere I've ever been, I've always been uh, subject to storm season, which is where we find the majority of or more storms than normal out on the water, whether it be the Atlantic or the Pacific, and we usually find that they... In most cases, they may dissipate, but in some cases, they make landfall and do a lot of damage to homes, schools, buildings, residences, etc. And it's become a thing now where we kind of just expect it. When we hear about storm season, we know that potentially we might need to get some sandbags ready, have a generator, because you never know, especially if you live off of the coast, you could see some... More than just a torrential downpour, you may see something even more than that, more devastating. We've seen it happen throughout our country. I'm not talking to you about meteorology today. I'm talking to you about something else. Because usually during this time, what normally happens, especially on the news channels uh, and media stations, they'll begin to name the storm. Uh, they use every letter of the alphabet to find, come up with a name to describe the storm. I know in 
in meteorology circles, they will have numbers to describe the storms. But in this case, and for the benefit of the public, I suppose, they give the storm names, I guess, in some way to make them more personable, identifiable, relatable. Why else would you give a storm, especially a hurricane, a name? A name like people that you know, friends that you have, your children, or your children's children, or your neighbor. Why would you give a storm a name that's so easily identifiable and relatable? That's the question that I'm not quite sure we'll answer on today's episode. I'd love to hear your thoughts on our social media platforms or whether you can leave comments with us. But I wonder about that. Why do we give the storm a name? Is it a a means or method of making more acceptable? I'm not sure. I think in a lot of cases, we misinterpret the struggles and the trials that we go through. And we try to find ways to adapt and cope And in some cases, many that I've seen in my own life and in those around me, friends, family, and et cetera, we find a way to cope by naming or giving a name to the situation that we're going through because we can't identify it otherwise. We can't understand why it's there in our life causing the kind of impact that it's causing. So we find a name for it and it makes us feel more comfortable with the thing. Or the situation or the circumstance. Now, this is just a general statement, but generally speaking, I believe that's a mistake. For us to name something that is supposed to be a means of breaking us or molding us, or even in some cases defining us, because it may not be popular belief to many of you, but the trials and the circumstances that you go through the struggles, the conflict, those things aren't there to break you or to destroy you. They're there actually to define you, to make you. If you've ever, you ever seen a process of how a diamond is cut, or if you've ever seen a process of how gold or silver or any kind of precious metal is actually forged and made, you would think it's a very intense, very labor-intensive prog- process. It is filled with uh, a lot of dangerous elements like intense heat and fire. These are the kind of things that allow you to have the pretty things you wear on your neck or on your fingers. But look how they gained. Look how they get from the crucible to your hand or around your neck. They go through intensity of heat, fire, trial, conflict to come out that way. Even a diamond, it takes a lot to get there for it to to become the shiny object you showcase to people. It goes through intensity of heat and struggle. Now, I really believe we misinterpret the struggles and trials that we go through, the screw ups that we go through. I believe they're present in order to strengthen us, to heal us of past wounds and help us progress and dislodge even some of the longstanding unholy junk that we have in our life. That we haven't addressed, we haven't dealt with. Those kind of storms are good for that. I know a lot of times when people hear about a storm coming, 
some people panic. Their first reaction is to get away as fast as possible because of the last time the storm came and what it did to their home and their lifestyle. But one thing I'll tell you about a storm that's without a doubt indisputable. A storm will reveal how well something is built. If a building has been made with shoddy construction and you've been living in it for 10 years and hadn't realized to the, to the full extent how bad the house has been built, a storm will reveal it. Every single time. And even theoretically, if a house is built on sand, a storm will reveal it to be what it is. If a house is built on a rock, the storm will reveal it to be what it is. The storm always exposes a building that's not built well. Look at that in the construction and architectural realm or in your own personal life. The storm will always expose a building that's not built well. It also confirms when a building is well constructed. It goes both ways. But the one thing that is distressing about trying to name a storm and make it relatable is that we're attaching feelings and emotions to something that we shouldn't. The storm isn't there for us to make it relatable and understandable and just a normal part of life. The storm is coming with the kind of intensity because change has to take place. These things that happen via a storm that bring devastation to people's lives. They change people's lifestyle, their means of living and supporting their families. It brings massive destruction to the economy of a city or town. They're not to be feared either. At the same time, these storms, putting a name on them, doesn't make them more relatable to us. Naming a storm actually doesn't make us feel more calm about the fact that it's barreling towards our city and to our home. Naming the storm Leo doesn't make us feel more confident that the storm isn't going to blow our house down if it's in a direct path. So I don't really understand the point of naming the storm, but I think in life, we actually do the same thing. We take something that we shouldn't be trying to claim or trying to adopt, whether it be a sickness whether it be a lifestyle, maybe it's a example of generational poverty in our life. Naming it doesn't make it better. Doesn't make it more palatable. It's something that has to go. It's something that we cannot accept, but we must reject it. Naming it isn't going to help us. We can't make friends with the storm that's coming to bring change. To tear down old things so that new things can be built. We can't name the storm to try to make it feel more comfortable for us. The storm could be there, that conflict could be there just to build us up, to break us in some areas that need to be broken, to mold us, to help define us as people so that we can come out of it better, wiser, more adept, maybe better at treating people in the in a better way than we have been. Some storms are good for us, but we can't name the storm. That's kind of where the idea of uh, sleeping with the enemy comes from. We take something that's in our life for a reason and a purpose that may not be for your potential betterment in that moment, 
or in the way that you want to be bettered or you want to be prosperous. Maybe a conflict's not there for that, but it's there for a reason. It's there for a reason, and it's not for us to accommodate, make it feel at home. We have to stand up against this. We can't name the storm. We're ready ourselves, brace ourselves for it, prepare for it, and stand through the storm, but not name it and make the storm our friend. Martin Luther King had an excellent quote that I'd love to share with you guys as we close the episode out for today. It reads, The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge. Wherever you are today and however you're listening today, call me Mr. You, the podcast. We thank you again for making us a part of your morning, your day, and your week. We're your weekly mirror check before you go change the world. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and the Twitter. Thank you for downloading, subscribing to our show, wherever you enjoy your podcast listening. Don't name the storm. Don't try to make the storm your friend. You must stand through it. You must overcome out of it. But don't try to name it and be more comfortable in it. This storm is there not to destroy you, but to mold you, to define you into who you ultimately need to be. Every storm has that quality. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the show. Enjoy the music. Coach out. Thanks again for listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel for all of our full-length live episodes. And of course, if you're an audio listener, wherever you enjoy your podcast listening, you can find the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Go change the world. Coach out.